Hey Siri, turn on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> I I don't think there's a single thing that you do regularly that I hate more than that. Hey Siri, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. <laughs> Why did that? That seems like an obvious Apple commercial. They've they've used. Give me some money, songs. Apple. Seriously, or steal it from me and don't credit to me at all. Yeah, I think Tony Basil's been pretty, pretty like Ryan. Who the fuck is Tony Basil? Tony Basil, the one who did the song Mickey. Oh, uh, I thought he was a guy that owned an Italian restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> me, Tony Basil. <laughs> it sounds like a restaurant tour. Yes. Yeah, it's like you know, come down and meet my head chef Mario Pepperoni. <laughs> Tony Basil. <laughs> so uh, Tony Basil does Mickey. Yeah. Um, and she's been pretty content with being called a one-hit wonder. So you know if they approach her and be like, let's rework your song for Apple. She'd be like, fuck yeah, let's oh, do yeah, it, bro. Absolutely. So I didn't realize Tony Basil was a she, so when you said she, I thought you were talking about Mickey herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, also, like, I only knew female but Mickeys growing up. Was that, that, but that song's about a dude named Mickey, right? Yeah, see, now I'm totally, my so. mind is blown now. The only male yeah. Mickey I knew growing up was Mouse. That's I mean, it. that's who it's about. Uh, Mickey Rooney. She, she was like, she's, like she's, a, she's into like, she's into Rule Thirty Four. Yeah, she's a, a pre uh, furry. That's a, a pre a proto furry. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know about Mickey Rooney when you were a kid, Will? Oh, I guess I. Yeah. I feel like we were really big fans of Mickey Rooney as kids. Oh, we were. Yeah. You know, grow, you know, growing up in the depression, we were huge fans <laughs> of Mickey Rooney. Yeah, my parents loved to show me nine and a half weeks constantly. Was he in that? That's what you're saying these things. That's Mickey Rourke. Rourke. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I wish oh, Mickey Rooney that was in there. That's such a different movie. <laughs> shit, That's the, that is the most different movie w- of I all wish. time. If Mickey Rooney was in nine and a half, I weeks. wish Mickey Rooney was in the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> or mickey rooney was in um was it in prometheus is that more rooney was the electro whip guy uh, wasn't he the every electro rooney whip guy? sin city yeah Mar- well okay so that's a different one so now we can go with rooney yeah if it's any rooney if mickey rooney <laughs> is the girl with the dragon tattoo that's who she is okay yeah <laughs> Runa Mara, or I don't, Rooney Mara? Bruno okay, Mars? Yeah, there's Mara Rooney, and then there's Rooney Mara. No, there's not. And there's Bruno Mars. There's, and there's also Rona Mitra. Wait, no, I think it's just Rooney Mara. I don't Hold think on, I'm pretty right. sure, I'm pretty sure, like, I remember when the girl with the dragon tattoo came out. Mara Rooney. Maybe it's, it's probably spelled different. It's Mara. Rooney Mara. And she also has a sister named Kate Mara. Are you sure that Rooney, comma Mara? No, that her name is Rooney Mara. So this doesn't. We're doing the Ryan name thing um, <laughs> with this, but but I know for off our, for you. our listeners, Ryan thinks that anybody that has a first name shares a first name with someone else could be yeah. related. I, like I mean, in the, eyes, in the eyes of our Lord, we're all related to one another. Yeah, in the eyes of the angels, we're all related to Sarah McLaughlin. Uh-huh. 
Oh, wait, those I are swear arms, to God, guys, there's like a fuck. <laughs> so those angels have big ass arms. <laughs> One thing I learned this morning, um, I learned that Nicholas Cage, if you shorten his name to Nick, it's not N I C, it's N I C K. Even though his name, his full name is spelled N I C O L. Oh, well, that, that can't spell. There's, there's so not much. an H in there? There's not an H in there. But so, okay, that is a weird naming thing because, like, no no yeah. Nicholas has a K in their name. Yeah. I mean, there probably is some. Well, Russian but, but yeah, ones do. But not standard. Yeah, so you know none of them's from America. Yeah, not like a standard spelling of. Yeah, My name yeah. is Nicholas Cage. But I mean, he isn't Nick uh, with a C. Dos Vickerman. Because this guy was writing this book about <laughs> Nicholas Cage. <laughs> And um, he had assumed that Nick NIC was the spelling, and then the manager answered a question and then said Nick with a K, and then was like, it threw some of his book for a loop. Mm -hmm. And so he never thought about it. He he was just like, (laughs) you know, trying to get to like the bottom of it, and then ended up asking the manager again because it was essentially like Nick doesn't really want to be a part of the book. And then so he's like, shit. This just like threw me for a loop. Uh, and then he had to get, he had to ask a different question to be like, Hey, I have like two more questions if that's okay. And then had to like specify that it was N I C K. But after he had the conversation, like a couple years later, they did that unbearable weight movie. And he believes the writer believes that Nicholas Cage agreed to do the movie so that he could specify the spelling of his name <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> But <laughs> and then accidentally, just as a byproduct, made an amazing movie. That Hold awesome. on, but none of this matters. No, because it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't change the print. I know. I know. As a writer, you want to be accurate and get the yeah. spelling right. Of course. What if it's Nicholas? However, Cage? it's it is just like a silly thing because like it doesn't change the name in any way. When you're I guess like, like if you're when you're, if you're even when you're Cage by it. any other name would smell as sweet. <laughs> if you if for some reason well i think i don't even think your name i don't know uh legally your name isn't even william right no it's no, just willie it's willie yeah but if for some reason you were willie with one l but then you went by will with that two would be L's, wily well you could say it however that, you wanted well but that but that would be that that would i think people would pronounce like if they saw that on the page they would think it was wily versus willie but you may professionally want to be called uh Yeah, Will. like professionally, professionally in your in your rap career, you should probably <laughs> yes, just yeah. go by one L. Yeah. 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 But you know one Wiley L, Poole. but you're taking you're taking one of its Lil Big yeah. W's. Lil Wiley one L? Yeah. <laughs> or Big W. Big yeah. dub. Yeah. How is yeah. the rapper called himself Big Dub? Me like I constantly get them. I don't Pro- know. Uh, that you're you it's there for the taking right here. <laughs> Sell it you, baby. Yeah. Yeah, your it last takes, name starts takes... with a big dub, doesn't it? Oh shit, you're right. Yeah. Bro. Wow. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Oh um, wow. that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you're wait, okay. So you're reading about a book that's being written? No, I think the book is out now or on its way okay. out. But um, okay. I read it. I get uh, weekly newsletters <laughs> from people, and a lot of them get into my inbox on Sunday. How's a, how's a and, motherfucker going to be reading about a book? Just read the motherfucking yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what Cliff's Notes are? Are they Cliff uh, Notes or Cliff's Notes? 
Do they That's... belong to him? I mean, just like Reese's belongs to Reese. Kyle Reese? <laughs> yes, Kyle Reese. Okay, I had to throw let's a fucking see. Terminator in there. Cliff's notes. I think you might be right. I don't know. I, yeah, if you've I think ever they're been. possessive. Hmm. So but there's a guy like, named Cliff who came up with the idea to have But these stylistically, they probably. don't put a parentheses in them. Oh, they don't? No. But that could just be like a, it looks cooler that way. And it's kind of like one word Cliff's notes. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy, right? Wow. It is. It's, it's also <laughs> one of those uh, phrases like that I feel like a lot of people don't realize is a proper noun mm-hmm. in that uh, it's a brand. Like people say, hey, just give me the Cliff's notes on that. You know, like, I, like, yeah. The it's like it's like they've like it's it like, for like an idiom like a talk like yeah well we've turned it into a phrase like layman terms or something right. like that where like so that, a that's different, not, it's a different thing than spark notes yes. I've never heard of spark notes I don't know spark I feel like it's like dedicated to Nicholas Sparks <laughs> it's <laughs> so you could have a whole like notebook full thing. of spark notes yeah <laughs> but they just go by spark notes but Cliff Notes yeah I feel like uh. Yeah, it is something that became like a phrase, like, uh, I don't know, the only one I'm thinking of. Like uh, a tweet or something. Or even a yeah, tweet. A tweet. Like it's yeah. like, it doesn't or like really matter. Or like in England, they call all vacuums Hoovers. The, oh, do they really? Despite of what yeah. brand they actually are. Okay, okay. <laughs> They're yeah. the Herbert brand. <laughs> yeah, like like a Band-Aid or Kleenex. Like those, oh, are, yeah. those are proper brand names. And also in England, they call... Yeah, that's true. In England, they call a toothbrush that thing I don't touch. <laughs> Damn! Man, I didn't, British I didn't know we're getting England racism today. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'm. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's I'm, it's I'm that's racist, racist, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's some one time someone asked me. Um, it's discriminatory. I think it was my wife's grandmother. I guess does that make her my grandmother? My wife's grandma. No, that's your grandmother-in-law. My wife's my grandmother-in-law. Grandmother. She uh-huh. asked me. She's like ninety, oh. and she has uh, dementia. And she uh, asked me like what I am, and I was a, like, "Did you say a boy?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm a boy." British, British, and <laughs> Irish. Like I don't know. I'm not. I shouldn't. But, have oh, to. she was asking your ethnicity to make sure yeah. her granddaughter didn't like marry outside of the. But she just wor- or worded it like a ninety-year-old. I I feel like yeah, ninety-year-olds just kind of want to know. I mean, are you? you but know, that is that. So if like she just asked you this apropos of nothing, there was nothing that led that's, you to. That's really how most of her conversations are. And then three minutes later, she might ask again or move on to another thing. Okay. It's okay. To, you know, to not. Oh, to, I for, I'm sorry. I forgot. The, I honest to God forgot the dementia part that you yeah. said. Like, so she'll ask it, and then it's it's best to just answer it as truthfully, and then just kind of move on because I think early on into her having this ailment. Uh, people would go, well, I already answered that, but it's like, that, that's not helping at all. Like you have yeah. to, you have to play, you have to kind of, you have to you work just have with to play. You just, yeah. you just constantly be like, I live 30 minutes down the road. We live close yep. to the center of the city. Uh, we've owned our house. She wants to know all these things about, cause like, all you're life. doing is if you don't answer that way, you're just frustrated. I already yeah. told you that. Well, that doesn't help. That doesn't like, that's not. Yeah, it doesn't my, uh, mean anything. My wife interned at like a my wife <laughs> at a mental no. health it portion of the hospital in Southern Pines, mm-hmm. and uh, 
there was like a lady who like woke up in the middle of the night and freaked out because she had dropped and broken a pot that was like imaginary and not real. Mm. And she was like, well, would we, you have to help her clean it up, you know, or otherwise she's going to freak out. Like you have to just pretend like there's a broken mess and you help her clean it up. Yeah. I mean, damn, you truthfully do like it, I, it frustrates them more. So you just have to go along with, Whatever. She's like, when am I going home? And you're like, oh, you live here. No, I don't. You know, and that's just, I don't know. It's like my <laughs> great grandmother. She would uh, always be like, well, you were on the trolley earlier. And I remember being like 10 years old and being like, no. You're 10 years you know, old. But, I wish I was on the fucking trolley. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know that kind of thing that you just kind of got to play along with it. So I was always yeah. kind of like scared to go to my great grandmother's house because I didn't know the answers to her questions. You know, but like, yeah, it's... if a train leaves Chicago heading east <laughs> at, at two Doesn't o'clock make a sound. doing 70 miles an hour and another train leaves St. Louis. Yeah, I'm British. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it's like when someone asks it, what are you? It's like, I don't. Can you just look at me and tell there's no reason for me to answer that question? Like, <laughs> like it's just. Yeah, it is know. a weird like a world conqueror. I don't. What do you want? Yeah, a colonizer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the face of a colonizer. It is a weird. It's. I, I'm I'm with you on that. Like I understand other people wanting to do the DNA, like the twenty three and me. I know. Thing. I know before I do it. Yeah, and and I I get like why you would want to know your family's history or like you know ethnicity and things like that. If there's a reason for it, I ain't got no fucking <laughs> reason to surprising. do that. Shit I think it all. actually would <laughs> potentially be a little bit more surprising for like Vic, or maybe not surprising, but you would have things where I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. interesting that I would find. <laughs> like I know before I even do it. My brother right. did it, and then I was like, well, did you find anything interesting? And he was like, no. <laughs> It's just like every sort of colonizer. It's just yeah, like it looks yeah. like British, Irish, German. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know. Like there's there's no like oh well, you oh, know, cool. <laughs> neat. Uh, but yeah, okay, Ryan, what do you have for topics this week? Um, you know, I had a topic written down that I meant to talk about like two weeks ago, and I don't even remember the full. Yeah, gist of it, am I crazy? Did we have two episodes where you're like, "Well, I want to talk about this thing, so we have to talk about it," and we never got to it? Like two yeah. separate episodes. Yep. You would be correct. Um, <laughs> and uh, can you find I, the piece of paper? Uh, I don't write it down on a piece of paper. I just uh, try to remember it off the top of my head. Have you watched and, the Godzilla uh, movie yet? We I have did. a notes I, document. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. Uh, actually, that actually, I could switch it to that, but I'll keep it short. Switch. Oh, I didn't um, know you had something. I thought you didn't have anything. Well, you mentioned the Godzilla movie, and I'm like, well, I guess I can talk about <laughs> that really quickly. Um, so that was the first time I've been to a theater all year this year. Oh, and, I was hoping uh, you said ever. <laughs> since the Little Mermaid, yeah. since he since he ran out crying from the Little Mermaid, Such a that was experience. That's my not to cut into Ryan's story, but there was a point. I think it we're was, not even, we're not going to get to Ryan's topic. This no, time this will be the quick thing. Again. This will be the quick thing. Uh, I I'm trying to remember what I saw. I think I saw Treasures of the Lost Lamp, the Ducktales movie, and then Spider Man. And I know I've told <laughs> no, that. That on was here. your time jump. That was the time jump. Yeah. So it would be I mean, funny if it was like. I don't know, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, to I mean, now Godzilla. 
I mean, I mean, to be fair, Josh, life is like an aeroplane here <laughs> in Duck World. Yeah, isn't um, it Duckburg? Duckburg. I, I yeah. think. I think that's. Isn't that that the second line, or is it? Ah, fuck it. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, those things were were abominations against God. So the ducks. Um, yes. Okay. Because uh, they talked like humans. It, yes. That that is uh, <laughs> that is the debating that evolution is real, which it's not. Uh, yeah. Um, but Godzilla is uh, real, and you yeah. were talking about that. Yeah. 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 Um. Well. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Ryan's. Right. Ryan's the wrestling fan, in, like crying in the in the theater. It's real to me, yeah. damn it! <laughs> it's about uh, Godzilla. Wait, is it, what, what's the name of the Godzilla movie? Uh, Godzilla minus one. Why is it minus uh, one? So it because takes he, he was invited to a party, but he wasn't allowed to bring a guest. Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah, so well, wouldn't that just be one. plus zero? Like minus yeah. one would mean minus like, himself. Shut the fuck up. Not... Let me just tell the joke and not fucking break it down. <laughs> <laughs> like it's supposed Damn. to make sense. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, Vic. Yeah, Vic, you're pulling a will. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's minus one because it takes place directly after World War II. And it takes place amongst a war ravaged Japan. Hold on. You guys, so you remember like everything <laughs> after like that. Hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. So, hold like, on. Let, hold me, on. let me finish. Hold on. I just, I just, the, just the title convention. Well, it's, it's related to the title. It's minus one. Because now Japan's at a zero, and they have to, like, restart from everything, rebuild. Then suddenly a fucking giant radioactive breathing lizard comes around and starts destroying whatever they have. So now you're up from zero to negative one, basically, in, like, a metaphor. Okay. Mm. So they're, they're, they're operating on a... Like, uh, okay, two a line of integers. Delay. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's like... Wow, that's a weird I still metaphor. It's like a it's like a scoreboard and they're like they're they've been kicked when they're down. And so Basically. they were at zero because they lost. So minus World one War is two. Japan's handicap? Basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> yes, that's a good way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but also this implies that Imperial Japan would have been better off having won World War Two? Uh, no, not really. Or uh, is it just well, the... Well, yeah, they would have been better off in bombs. fighting Godzilla. Probably. In, in the yeah. context Probably, of yeah. going up against Godzilla, they would be Probably, better if they yeah, Because at that point on, I'm like, you know, they're... Like, the, like a lot of the movie takes place in, like, small... Uh, yeah, yes, Josh. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> um, now, like, it ter- it takes place directly after World War II, where, like, you see, like, this small little, like, area of Japan that's, like, rebuilding from nothing. Just ravaged. Just, yeah. Okay. So, like, Japan... Yeah. Okay, so another naming convention that could tie into this is, like, Japan is ground zero. And, yeah. And so that's kind of where they were starting, and then the lizard happens. Then Godzilla shows up. Yeah. So they're less than ground zero. They are minus one. Yeah. And then what does that's, that have that's to interesting. do? What does that have to do with the shins? The shins? The, his shins. Godzilla shin. That's God. another movie. Yeah, yeah. But why is that called his what is his shin, shin? is trans shin is translated from Garden to, State? to to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, from Garden State. Uh Godzilla is now a uh, flannel wearing hipster who <laughs> hangs, out, hangs out with Natalie Portman. His, um, Godzilla's manic pixie dream girl is Mothra. <laughs> 
manic pixie <laughs> mothra, mothra, mothra pixie dream girl <laughs> yeah oh, mothra God. pixie dream girl oh man um no that's a different movie entirely vic gotcha. um yeah, but, yeah it's got uh, zach graff in it yes <laughs> yeah oh man uh, you just broke my brain, well, but when's, did that they, not, when's that not happen? So did they also want to start it after, like after World War II so that they don't retcon the events of the original Godzilla movie with Matthew, Matthew Broderick? The original one. The first <laughs> yeah. Godzilla. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. It, it takes place directly before that, including having um, a young Jean Renault pop up doing uh, Elvis impressions. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I remember way more about that piece of shit. Yeah, than I don't I remember that at all. I, th- I couldn't <laughs> tell if you were making a joke Puff or not. Uh, no, yeah. I remember no, Puff Daddy and yeah. Jimmy Page. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Noted, uh, <laughs> noted uh, Tupac uh, killer associate Puff Daddy, <laughs> and um, and a killer David Bowie cover by the Wallflowers. Uh, was he part of that? Who? Puff Daddy. I mean, I know there no, was the same Puff, Puff Daddy he, was Puff in Daddy the didn't do a song with the Wallflowers. <laughs> no, that would have been awesome. No, the Wallflowers covered "We Could Be Heroes." Yeah, I oh, have that yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. I have that soundtrack somewhere in my. That closet, soundtrack kind of slaps, man. That shit was yeah. a good soundtrack. It's 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 really weird because they throw in randomly a um, and I remember even thinking I was like, "What is this doing on here?" Um, they throw on a random Rage Against the Machine song onto that soundtrack and it has literally nothing to do with anything in the film it is another political you know diatribe and you know and like but they throw one little line in there saying like godzilla pure motherfucking fella don't take your eyes off the real killer and i was like ah he said the thing he said uh, the but thing. then the, but then go back to the rest of the song i was like this don't have nothing with my to do with my was giant. it an, was it an original uh raging yeah. as a machine song yeah it was an original oh, song shit um called no shelter Mm-hmm. And um, it uh, and then they also have like the ah, God, what was it? They had like a, a Green Day remix on there. Yeah, they have um, Green Day remix. There. They have Brain yeah. Stew on there. Yeah, it's the Godzilla fucking, remix. What yeah, a just man! Has, what like, a random. There's a Nineties nineties soundtracks to movies were fucking wild. Man. I am legitimately yeah. a Jamiroquai fan. I Jamiroquai is so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever happened to them? They were really good. Um, this is a guy. Wait, Wait just, was it just a guy? He toured with a band. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but pre- predominantly, it's a guy named J.K. is his name. Yeah, he uh, he is got it really. His pa- yeah, I think we. <laughs> he got his he got his powers. He got his techno powers by winning one of those cat in the hat hats from the fair. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's how he became Jimmy. Okay, we're writing this script. God damn it. <laughs> He won. He won the uh, the thing where you throw a ping pong and uh, ball and land it on one of those uh, bottle tops. You know why he wears (laughs) those hats, though? Seriously, male pattern baldness. He doesn't have the top of his head, (laughs) like Ray Liotta and Hannibal. (laughs) I thought he was going to be like the Joker. You want to know why I wear these hats? (laughs) (laughs) My father. Was a mean drone. The term minus one, uh, it stands for whenever you write a song and produce it, but then they take your vocal out. So the, the producers say minus one when they make the instrumental track. So is this yeah. about Godzilla recording an album? Is yeah. that what this movie's about? It's, yeah. Hey so, man, you know what? If you can have uh, if you can have several full length records of like wrestlers doing out. songs, 
then why not have a Godzilla album at some point? Yeah. So okay, so I've heard that this is like the best Godzilla movie. Godzilla minus one. It's a top. Well, three according for me, to Brandon Owens, who I would say is the expert on the subject, right? <laughs> Bullshit! You got me. Oh, on I here, was about to say that is a fucking <laughs> no, that is a slapping right hand. Yeah. I didn't realize that before you. And you brought up fucking man Brandon, sitting you think, before you, Brandon. You think you're an expert? Name three Godzilla songs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Ryan, since we have you here, do you think since we had you, you here, yeah, I, I know you're talking about you. I know you got to get back to yeah, life yeah. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, would you consider yourself more of a Godzilla expert than Brandon? I don't know. Oh no, no, no! no don't, you were don't, pretty confident don't, ten don't seconds ago. Keep your uh, keep that fucking yeah, energy up, false man. Confidence. <laughs> Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Are you challenging? Uh, because look, hey, this has all the makings. Of a very special episode where you two debate. Uh, uh, de- I will moderate no, 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 no. the debate. Oh. <laughs> no, Dude, we'll, we'll lose. Okay, you can debate. That. Okay, we can have a debate portion. We can have a debate portion. Vic, you you come up with a topic. I'll come up with trivia questions. But you come up with a you come up with like esoteric topics that don't have like a definitive answer, and then let the, these two divas, these two Godzilla divas, um, uh, fucking debate about it. Or should we just do like the battle rap thing? Wild, oh, no, wild please don't. I don't want to hear either of them rap. <laughs> no, you you do not. Although um, both of them could probably easily uh, handle that. Hmm. Um, uh, so okay, but once again, do you consider yourself more of a Godzilla expert than in your heart? Yeah, in your heart. I don't really think so, to be honest. Um, like, oh, and that's because boo. there are there's a lot of little things here and there that like I could tell you like I don't know off the top of my head, um, like certain you know maybe like suit actors as names, um, or uh, like you know oh like what was you know what did this concept start as before they turn it into this film? It's like uh, give me a little bit to remember on that. Like I couldn't name that immediately off the top of my head. Okay, um, do, how many Godzilla figurines do you have on your bookshelf back there? N- not that many. I only I have see that one. giant one back there. I, I thought that's, I that's thought, the only one. That's the so just one. Uh, I have I think more packed up in boxes that will remain. How many unopened. Godzilla tattoos do you have? I don't have any tattoos. Period. Brandon at least has one. Hmm. Yeah, so he's got me beat there. Right, <laughs> you don't have any yeah. tattoos, right? No. Uh, Will you yeah, get I, one I, for the podcast? I I would love to get a tattoo. Period. But um, like real talk, just I of don't... a period, just like a just the yeah. dot, <laughs> one single dot. Yeah, yes, yes, of one single dot. So or I a bloody tampon. Yes. Uh, of um, no, like I think Ryan real talk, had to hit like, his bong I... real quick. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, my Godzilla shape bong. Um, <laughs> oh, that would be sick as fuck. Yeah, somebody somebody has, somebody has I don't even. One. I don't even use bongs, but I want one of those immediately. <laughs> they should have somebody it where eat. somehow smoke comes out under his feet. I don't know how you do that with a bong. No, 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 no. No, the bowl should be at the end of his tail, and you have to you have to like make oh, yeah. out with Godzilla. Like the smoke comes out of his mouth, and oh, you have easier. to like like you're performing it, it, CPR. Say you have no to, more. Like, <laughs> like suck his face. <laughs> That's how it should be. That'd be perfect. It's the perfect design for a bong, and it like stands up on its own because his feet are so sturdy. He's got that dump truck ass, and he's got cankles. Quite frankly, he's got the most massive cankles I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if you you go look at uh, the Shin Godzilla design, you're like, damn boy, you uh, what you eating? You know, uh, (laughs) damn boy, what that ass do? (laughs) How many Godzilla movies are there? 
Um, uh, there's technically, I think there are more, more Godzilla movies than James Bond movies. Okay. So if you want to take that in consideration, how uh, many James Bond movies are there? Uh, there are, I believe, twenty five. <laughs> nice. So give me a minute here. There's actually no y'all y'all talk about yourself. I have the so answer while you this. Google it. I want to say there's like probably like twenty eight or thirty. There are more than that. There are thirty seven Godzilla movies. Thirty three are Japanese. Yeah, because <laughs> we have uh, the. American one from 1998. We have Godzilla from 2014. Uh, <laughs> you know, I probably fucking could. Um, uh, I'll make this quick. Gojira from 1954. Godzilla Raids Again. Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla from the early 60s. Mothra versus Godzilla. Uh, Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster. Invasion of Astro Monster. Godzilla versus the Sea Monster. Uh, son of Godzilla, destroy all monsters. Faster, faster. God, Godzilla versus the smog monster. Godzilla faster. versus Guy again. Godzilla versus Megalon. Terror. Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla. Terror Mega Godzilla. Then you go to and then you go to the Hayes era. Like ben Shapiro. Uh, uh, does he talk that fast? Uh, you know, I've, I've actually never listened to too much from him, and I. I'm oh, not you should. It's really good. Um, you would enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there are twenty-seven Bond movies. Well, there's 25 official bonds. Suck it, England. Wait, wait. Yeah, so there's two unofficial. There's 25 Casino because Royale doesn't count. I think right. Not ca- the original Casino Royale, yeah, yeah. not the Casino Royale with Daniel Craig. Yeah. Uh, so that one counts as one of the 27. But 25 EON, which is the official company that makes them, like the Albert Broccoli and the Broccoli family. And then there's Albert Never Say Never Broccoli. Again. Albert yeah. Broccoli. <laughs> That's it. That's a British guy. This is not a real But there person. is Never Say Never Again, which has Sean Connery, but is a remake of Thunderball. And that's an unofficial Bond. Do movie, they use so the name James Bond? Yeah. Now, because now, do you count remakes as part of uh, like a series? Because I kept thinking, you know, you're we bringing up Hannibal earlier. I'm like, they do have Manhunter and Red Dragon, which are both technically. Like Red Dragon's sort of a remake, but also just uh, more of another. Well, I've seen Red, both no, of Red those Dragon movies many times, and they seem nothing at all like. They're each other. pretty different, but I mean, the thrust of the story is the same. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But we switched from James Bond. Bond. Okay. <laughs> uh, did they use the name James Bond, and how were they allowed to use the name James Bond? That's a Jimmy good question. Bond. So there's a guy. Uh, I'm gonna mess up his name. His name is Kevin. Uh, Kevin McLaren or something Kevin. like that. <laughs> just, uh, just, just call him Kevin. Kevin, Kevin like, <laughs> you're on a first name basis. It doesn't matter. Who gives a fuck what his Sorry, Kevin, Kevin. Kevin McClory. Kevin, Kevin McClory. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so Kevin, Kevin Asparagus. Ma- <laughs> I was going to say Kevin Asparagus. <laughs> Kevin McClory uh-huh. wrote uh, Thunderball. And that was an EON movie. And he wrote the concept. You wrote Thunderball! He wrote the concept of... Uh, <laughs> Spectre, I believe. What does EON um, stand for? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, everyone, like, everyone nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What does EON stand for? Uh, what does a, EON stand for? Someone else can Google things too. I thought you would just know. I thought you would. I, I would ask know. and you would just answer. Eat yeah. our nuggets. <laughs> hmm. Okay. It is. How the hell ev- has that oh, not been I think someone already said McDonald's. everything or nothing. That is actually what it stands for. Um, wow. That's, that's stupid. Not... <laughs> uh, I, was, I was about to say cool. It sounds like a rap <laughs> label. Said, yeah. Okay. But, or so Kevin McClory wrote Thunderball 
and then he sued the Broccoli family, uh, EON, and... Tried to chop him up? Because basically he wanted to start making his own Bond movies, and he said that he had the rights to do so because he had created uh, part of the lore of the character. And he tried to claim that he owned the rights to James Bond because like, he wrote early James Bond movies. So as long as he kept within his universe that he had created, he said that he had the rights to it. And hmm. so then he made... Uh, Never Say Never Again, which is like an early, I think early 80s. And it was while Roger Moore was still Bond. So in one year, there were two Bond movies. There was Never Say Never Again. And then I think maybe Octopussy at that point. Both with um, Roger Moore? You. No, Roger Moore was in, was the EON Bond, the official okay. Bond. The official Bond. Who is And Sean Bond? Connor, uh, James Bond. Who no, I mean I mean who played the other dude's bond? Uh, Sean Kevin's Connery bond. came back. Sean, oh, Sean Connery came back. Sean Connery came black back. Keep it in. Keep it in. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he had. It's very controversial. It's controversial for this. Well, reason. in one in one Bond movie, he does become Japanese, so it wouldn't have oh, yes. been outside of the realm. Yes, of exactly. Exactly. Bond goes to Africa, <laughs> which. There is kind of a bond with that. Um, okay, so basically... Did he do that before Zardoz or after? He did it after Zardoz. Um, okay. So basically what happened is he left as Bond, and then Lazenby came, did one uh, Bond movie, and they were like, that sucked. And then Sean Connery came back for one more Bond movie called Diamonds Are Forever, and then left again, and then Roger Moore did it for... A very long time. Like, he has the most Bond movies. But okay. somewhere in there, Kevin McClory made his own Bond movie, uh, Never Say Never Again. And it's it's not bad. But then they just, like, they went and after that movie came out, they were in court forever. And that's why Dr. No wasn't in a movie until uh, Spectre came out. And they couldn't use the word Spectre anymore because Kevin McClory owned the rights to that. Uh, and either Kevin hmm. McClory died, or either they just won the case, and they, they were able to... It. Well, Kevin McClory, though, he's American, and this guy that I used to play... I used to play shows with his band called Sundials. His grandfather is Kevin McClory. Oh, shit. And what's interesting is, like, he was like... I was asking about him, and he was like, <laughs> Kevin McClory was just like my grandfather, like, just a nice guy. Yeah, he's just But he's like, dude. to most people, he's just like a villain. <laughs> so so I was going to ask like Kevin McClory is not thought of highly by the larger James Bond community. Yeah, I would I think a lot of people like hate him because he kind of fucked up uh the continuity and just weird. like and then like yeah. and created this gray zone. It is a weird legal uh like like it's wild that he got funding and just went ahead and made the movie and said fuck it, damn the consequences. Which it yeah. seems like that's what he did. Like I under I understand what his argument is, but it I also understand that there's no fucking way it would hold water. Which is like you were licensed to write a James Bond movie. That doesn't mean you, you get to, to kill. That, that doesn't mean you get to like that's not your original 
like character or universe, even if you created things within the universe. You know, it it would be like getting hired to uh, draw, like create or draw new Pokemon characters, and then just making your own Pokemon game with your characters and calling it Pokemon. And Stop like, spying on me. There's no fucking. Like, that's not. The, <laughs> there's no fucking way that would be allowed to happen. Like, uh, it's like it's like when you work for a company and you create something in their lab you don't get to then say oh this is mine actually yeah. <laughs> you know yeah intellectual yeah. property only counts on paper and nowhere else yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. someone doesn't go after me in case we have like a big bond fan he is actually irish um okay. so so i said he's american i think i'm saying that because the person i know is, is american is american so right. i de facto but every irish or british person eventually if they are nice they become american <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's their fun. It's like Pokemon. All the it's like they start off like that, and then when they evolve, they become American. Yeah, yeah. If you ask we we're gonna get. I I hope we have yeah. British listeners it'll, still. It'll um, be like I know uh, we used to, or or English or Irish listeners, because we are assholes today. What's and the I difference? Apologize. What's the difference? You know why it's so hard to get your dick sucked <laughs> by Irish Americans? Why? <laughs> because all the cocksuckers stayed over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a northern southern joke for anybody who wasn't already familiar with that's, I think we're going back with that joke thank you uh, that's fucking great right. uh, I'll just add real quickly um, yeah get back that, to your Godzilla we can go on we can go on to something else I'll just no, say no. right now the movie is fucking great okay uh, yeah. it costs 15 million dollars and it looks better than any big blockbuster that I've, I've seen this year I really um, liked that what was it 2014 Godzilla yeah if you like that, I think you'd like this more. Is the um, is Godzilla is it a dude in a suit? Um, I think it's full CG. There might have been apparently some, I think, suitmation from understand or suit acting, but it looks fucking great. Um, and the most surprising thing, it actually has a really good human story underneath about like PTSD and about like abandonment trauma. Mm, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no, like, I've, I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm good on that shit, man. Like, I'm not saying that it's not good. Let, let me, let me preface yeah. that by saying, I'm sure the film is amazing. I'm, I'm saying from a personal standpount, I don't need any more shit about trauma. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, like, that's that's that you go to yeah, a Godzilla yeah, movie for. Yeah, you're <laughs> getting married anyway. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, yeah, you got married anyway. You got What enough. did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I heard me bitch. I think that it's also with movies, I think the problem more so is that when they're marketed as such. Like, it's like, we yeah. all, I mean, there's probably, of course there would be trauma and PTSD and like a post-World War II and then like a Godzilla kind of thing. But the fact that people are like, this is really a movie about trauma. And yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't need my handheld. I heard like, like it made it crystallized for me. Like what I was feeling towards movies of that genre recently, there was a guest on the daily zeitgeist that was talking about horror movies being metaphors for trauma. And like, uh, just give me gooey movies again. Give me horror movies that just have a lot of goo in it, and it's not a metaphor for anything. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, some of that in here. yes, like that's exactly. I was like, I don't, is gooey I don't, a, a term for something? No, you literally well, no, mean it, gooey? No, it's they just mean like it's you know, of a gooey like duck. Cronenberg type shit. You <laughs> right, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 it, not everything. 
that is dark or horror-related or terror-related has to have a larger metaphor that you walk yeah, away right. from the movie going, man, I, I, I really, I can relate that to my life. No, you can't. You shouldn't. Yeah, sometimes like, you, the monster is actually the monster. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, they're, well, they're also, that, honestly, it is mostly that. I mean, there is no metaphor for what Godzilla really is in there. It's just that what, he just on, happens Ryan. to... Ryan, to yeah. you, what yes. is Godzilla? <laughs> uh, my life, my love. <laughs> Can I just say when you said my everything for, <laughs> for a moment when you said when you asked if Godzilla was a guy in a suit, I imagined instead of a giant <laughs> like lizard, a, like a, a guy in a Vivian West, Westwood with like a briefcase <laughs> and a. <laughs> that that is uh, yeah. He has a license to stomp. I, okay, there's there's a comic there's a comic in there somewhere where Godzilla is like in a job interview with a briefcase, wearing a suit, and the guy's looking at his resume and says, uh, "Man, we really want to hire you, but we're just not doing uh, Godzilla in a suit anymore. We're, like we're it's not, the head of the studio. We're moved on beyond city by destruction. Yeah, he's like, and Godzilla just like leaves the office dejected because we're, he we're can't get stocks hired. right now. Or yeah. do you think uh, probably this probably hasn't happened? They should be there should be a Godzilla movie where the intro comes up and he turns to the camera and then the barrel of the gun thing happens like a Bond movie. They did that in the fucking Friday the Thirteenth movie. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, where he yeah, throws they did that the, in James Bond. The, wait, what? They did that on Friday the Thirteenth Six, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AKA the second best. Uh, Friday that one's the 13th a really movie. good one. What yeah. would be the first best to you, though? Hold on, I think, 13, I think number six? four. Isn't mm-hmm. that, is that is two and one-sixth, right? Isn't sure. that how that converts? Like, if you simplify that? Man, what is it with these movies and math? Godzilla minus one <laughs> plus double Thir- seven. 13, is... 13 over six, the fraction, if you simplify <laughs> that or, or like... Well, no, I went to 13 over school. six can't be simplified. Well, no, you can, but six goes into 13 twice, and then you have a remainder of one six left over. So it's two and then one sixth beside it. I learned about Pretty Jesus. Sure. I didn't learn about maybe some fractions. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't be math there to, to take reduced, you away from Jesus. Reduced is the wrong term. I can't remember if, if, I don't know if Rob listens to this, but Rob's this math wizard that I'm mutuals and buddies with on uh, Twitter. Um, and he's he like teaches math and tutors it and shit. I can't think of the right term, but I know that like uh if the bottom number if the denominator can go into the numerator multiple times, then you can simplify it, I think, or reduce it. Well, uh, the, describe it further. Finger no, man. <laughs> I will not. Do the nine tables on your fingers. One, the, two, three, four. Yeah, negative times a negative equals a positive. What are you yeah. doing? Why are you grabbing right now? the titties? The Why are you stand and deliver? That's what he does in stand and deliver. Oh, oh I don't he tries to teach him how to do time tables with your fingers. I thought like you were it. being the monster yeah. from Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, speaking of movie series, though, me and Will figured out that uh, there were well. Oh, it's okay. So do you do you all remember the character hold on, hold the on, comic hold on. strip? Okay, this is this is. Uh, when you think of American movie franchises, legendary franchises that have like a ton of installations, installments, whatever they are, uh, in it, what first comes to mind? Any, right Children here? of the Corn, Star Wars, Children, 
<laughs> Star Wars is there's, I guess like all, with all the other properties included, that's a huge one. Or yeah. Yeah. Just talking about just talking about Marvel movies, count? but yeah, yeah, Marvel would count. Um, yeah, and yeah, th- I think well, a lot of times when I think of this, what comes to mind is like Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, uh, yeah. but even that's like eleven, I think, uh, movies. And how many Godzilla uh, movies were there again? Thirty-seven. Okay, thirty-seven. So Godzilla's got to be at the top of that. I think Godzilla that might, and that's that's win. obviously like that's not strictly American, but like and, Godzilla's like that. And also, wait, eleven because Hobbs and Shaw is not an EON, right? <laughs> it's not an <laughs> yes. official. It's not an official Bond movie. No. Okay. So what if I told you there is an American movie franchise that has twenty-eight installments in it? Is it Airbud? Like, super famous. At the no. time that it was released, it Ooh. is not Airbud. Police Academy? No. No, but before we answer that question, there is a series called Carry On, which is a British film series that has like 30 oh, about, about dead carcasses. <laughs> and it's what, became, it's what became Police Academy. Police Academy ripped off Carry On. Oh, nice. Oh. But, Will, is it Amityville? It is not. You're never going to guess it because I'm building it up way more than it should be built up. Uh, Josh, tell them what it's about. Okay, so do you all remember the comic strip Blondie? Yes. Yes. Uh, And her husband Dagwood. But there are, let me look at the, uh, there are 28 movies. 28 Blondie movies. Okay, guess how many I thought there were. Uh, A thousand. None. Zero would have been. My oh yeah, answer. yeah. Okay, I, all right, I thought you. I thought you meant like you were gonna like take a guess and be like, "There's 200 of these movies." No, <laughs> no uh, I did not know that there was one. They were made movie. in a span of 12 years, from 1938 to 1950. 1938. I didn't even know it was that old. Yeah, that that comic strip yeah. has been around that long. Um, and also like, then? It, like a lot of people, <laughs> I feel like most people don't know what a Dagwood sandwich is. Have y'all ever had a Dagwood no. before? So like in the uh, comic, I he assume would it'd be like, Dag, this sandwich tastes like wood. <laughs> Good one. That Who, okay. That's, that's a whole other topic. Who says Dag? I feel like Dag was a thing that 90, late nineties kids said in middle school and that's it. Like Dag, man. Like it's not dang, it's not damn, it's or da- dag. Dag on, I think dag some on. kids would say dag, dag on. on. Maybe it's dag, dag on, on it. it. They're reading on uh, it. Yeah. HP Lovecraft, the shortened um, version. Okay, so like, have have y'all ever? There's like a place in in town. I think it's Seventeenth Street Deli that does a Dagwood sandwich, and it's like just the sandwich that's super piled high, and then the comic there'd be like a little olive toothpick on top. You know that mm-hmm. that classic comic book looking sandwich. But restaurants call it the Dagwood, and it's from Blondie. It's what her husband would eat. And, he would uh, wake up the in the middle of the night, and he would uh, make a big sandwich. Like, yeah. it was an ongoing bit on the comic strip. Yeah. And also, Dagwood looks demonic in the comic, and Blondie looks like a babe. It's, it's really weird <laughs> comic hate, art. I really hate to derail, but uh, R.I.P. 17th Street Deli. <laughs> Oh, they that, went out of business? That place was awesome, yeah. They spent too much money on meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the olives, is the uh, price of olives. They had up. the best, I'm not even a potato salad guy, but they had the best potato salad ever. I, I never had that. I, I consider I, myself I no a potato idea salad guy. They went out of business. 
You look like um, a potato salad guy. <laughs> you do. When, 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 uh, your, when your grandmother-in-law asks what you are, you said, I'm potato salad guy. Yeah, yeah I'm just potato salad. You are truly lost to us. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, this is a realization that me and Will had. I think right when I walked into his house, we started talking about the Blondie movies. Yeah, for like some within, reason. Like three minutes of me being there. Um, yeah, so and with you got to fill that in. Josh came into town to get a scooter this week. <laughs> yeah, uh, he he. Oh, was it a, that a one trip. that you talked about in the past that your dad was giving to mm-hmm. you or something? Yeah, nice. I finally picked it up. Nice. Yes. So Josh has got a, a fucking badass hog now. Um, <laughs> he's a he's a uh, he's a biker. Uh, <laughs> he's a Josh, you got you to get a leather jacket, man. The well, th- I gotta. Well, he's, fix the sum. he's vegetarian though. He has to get a pleather jacket. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. The uh, the battery is dead on it, so I have to. You have to kickstart it, so I have to crank my hog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, what is fun? I think the point that we were kind of talking about the Blondie movies was is that the fact that there are so many of them. Yet, we as a society do not remember Blondie movies at all. They have not been in our life. Like, Are I they feel like all we have like full-length movies? Are they like they're, they're over an hour each. So, like, at yeah. the time, I feel like that was like a, a what's the, a feature-length uh, mm-hmm. film, like, for the time. Um, so, yeah, like, over an hour. And there wasn't television yet, so these were playing in theaters, you know what I mean? Yeah, Blondie Meets the Boss is 75 minutes, 75 minutes, uh, which I feel like at the time, like, if you pad like credits and stuff, that's that's a full length movie, you know. So and also potentially if they were playing on TV with commercials, they were, you know, right. long enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so it is interesting that it's like we get this concept of like little rascals, you know. But I, it's there Blondie are things from that time that has has still yeah. resonates and still made its way to our present day. But Blondie, why, is, why the fuck were we talking about Blondie? Well, there was a reason. There was a reason. Okay, we got a Blondie from Godzilla and James Bond. <laughs> so there, I was uh, driving my dad's car to Will's house, and on really? the way, I decided to just listen to the radio because I was <laughs> trying right. to find, I was trying to find classic rock radio, but the radio stations aren't the same as what they used to be when I was a kid, uh, and they're they've they're all changed and there's a lot of christian radio on the radio now fuck um, yes and there I, is and i think the reasoning being it's just radio is dying and you know i, I don't outside of that i don't know why there are so many Who more than there used to be. than our than our savior and lord yeah and i feel like there used to be one when we were kids like it was like lower on the dial like 893 or something like that and uh but i was driving down river road and this guy was saying that there are two types of men there is the, um, God, I'm not going to be able to remember the, the one. Uh, bru- okay, Brutish Beast is what he said. <laughs> yeah, there's and two types of men. That's a wrestler. Yeah, Brut- a Brutish Beast. Really is. Well, was, he kept saying Brutish, you know, but I was like, okay, all right. Um, so Brutish Beast or a buffoon. And then he kept going at because he was essentially like uh, a buffoon is kind of like, I guess, like we would say cuck. I don't know. <laughs> like a guy that just like is not, doesn't have like a backbone. But he started, yeah. he was like, let me give you examples. <laughs> and he said, you know, examples that like, you know, young millennial yeah. men or Gen Z uh, young men coming into their adulthood could relate to. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he said, he said, uh, Raymond from Everybody Loves Raymond <laughs> is an example of a buffoon. And I was like, wait, that's like a 20 year old reference at this point. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> why would that be? And then he went on to say, uh, I, I believe he said this, like he was talking about, and then he started talking about like Dagwood. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> why would you make a Dagwood reference what in year the year of our Lord 2023? Like, I feel like you found a broadcast from 1996. Yeah. Well, yeah, when, when Blondie was so relevant. Yeah, well, point. I mean, it, it still, it, like, any point was, in the past, it was more relevant than it is today, I feel like. Yeah. And I think what the, th- the reason why the idea of Blondie is even less relevant is... I, I guess I'm not even sure if like normal newspapers have like a daily comic on them. Does anyone know? Does anyone get the newspaper? Nope. I nope. do not. <laughs> so maybe it is if you get the newspaper and you get the funny papers every day. I guess like anyone listening, do you get the newspaper? Like my my in-laws still get a newspaper. My folks and, do. And yeah. Oh well. I would actually be interested in knowing. So Ryan asks your parents, do comics still come in the news every day? I think they do, but I'll ask them in verif- to verify for me. But I, th- I think the amount of them like definitely shrank over time because uh, most of the creators just, well, the either... Sunday paper was the, the paper that had like the big comic section. Yeah. They had the yeah, big comic. Had they had the, the color one. Yeah. They had like a Garfield But every issue color. had a small one in it. Right? They, they would have a yeah. pay, one Yeah. Page. They would have so like, like, uh, like baby blues and Doonesbury and shit like that. Prince Valiant. He, he yeah. also did reference Zitz. He said the yeah. guy from Zitz <laughs> is a buffoon. Well, and he, I'm like, what is going he on? He kind of is. I mean, you have to think about how long that kid's been in high school. This guy hasn't watched cable since he like uns like since he since he found out that Disney was full of pedophiles or some shit and like canceled his cable package and only uses network antennas. Was this on a uh, one of the Christian stations? You're saying the word? Yeah, it was like right? a, so, a <laughs> the sermon. word. The word. So, so you're saying he's saying that all men are either a brutish beast or a buffoon. So they're all. Like evil or idiots, like yes. Well, no I guess like unless, a good man. No, I think like in the sense of men outside the church, they're always kind of pointing to an other. Yeah, I feel oh, like it's okay. like it's like with God, you can be neither, but you have to. There are two types, but also I think you can either be like a cuck for Jesus, <laughs> or you can be a brutish beast or a buffoon. Jesus, Jesus H. Cuck. <laughs> then. There was a, I think the concept where he was talking about with like the brutish beast, like he's like a criminal or like a rapist or like, you know, because that's those like are, some of the things. Those are the same. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then like, kind of like somebody that would be, he said that essentially if you're pro, if you're pro immigration, then you were a buffoon. Okay. So that's like, so he started getting into that. Like libtards. Like yeah. that, he's just he's just like politically, you're you're spineless if you don't want to spineless protect your phrase, family yeah. with uh with the Second Amendment and uh shit of that nature. Yeah, he called it something. He called it malevolent uh, sympathy. Malevolent sympathy. Yeah, where you essentially. I mean, Isn't that I guess a it's exactly. But <laughs> 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 yeah, malevolent sympathy. To where you, I guess you, 
like I, I guess in the sense that I'm like sometimes I'm thinking about things and I'm like, well, I don't know if there should be any borders. I feel like we should have open borders, really. And then I guess like he would probably be like, yeah. well, you believe that because you're a cop. You need yeah. open borders, yeah. man. I mean, you know, can't just go Barnes and Noble. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, like and like oh, well, I don't think that anyone should have to die for you know, an empire. Right. And, you know, they're like, you're malevolent, sympathetic or whatever. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course you're rebel scum. Yeah. Well, you're just uh, saying that because every... That was a Star Wars joke, by the way. <laughs> you're just saying that because everybody who's not from America that comes to America, they'll all vote for Joe Biden. Every single one of them. Yes. Yeah, and that's I, the reason yeah. that you're saying is because you love I Joe want, Biden so much. I love Joe Biden. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah, I am a buffoon. Me and Goofus. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, Goofus and Gallant over here. Yeah, well, so Gallant, I guess, would be a brutish beast. <laughs> um, I think. Well, no, gallantry is like an honorable thing, right? Yeah, he's a cuck oh, for wait. Jesus. No, he's a cuck. Yeah, well, he's a cuck. He's not. Jesus. I guess he's he has seen Jesus, so he's neither. He has seen Jesus. He he is. Wait, is that a, is that a like is that is that what you call a dude that like goes to a lot of local shows? <laughs> And like, but like, has like long hair and like, and drinks wine. He just drinks red wine at all the like local hardcore shows. He's seen. Cause tonight will be the night that I will die for you. Well, I think that's what that song was about. It was about Jesus dying for your sins. Uh, So I think Gallant would be neither because he's he's like on the righteous path. Okay. Okay. I guess I don't. I don't necessarily know. Josh what. really wants to get to the bottom of this. He is not. He is not enjoying any of the jokes about this topic. He, is trying, <laughs> no. he wants to. He you wants don't to joke get about Jesus. You don't, no, I don't. It, it's you think of something. I was listening to how does this get made, and they were talking about the blooper reels to the league, and uh, June Diane Raphael was saying that she that at the end of each season they would go watch the blooper reel to kind of wrap up the season, mm-hmm. and she said she started noticing that. Whenever people would start like goofing off and you know people would break, Paul Shear would just stand there and not laugh, <laughs> and she'd be like, "You look insane!" <laughs> like, because like, he he was just like, "I just don't break like that." You know, I think like from doing improv a lot, he's just like not. And she was like, "You have to start laughing." Yeah. So he said that seasons like five, six, seven, and eight. If you watch the blooper reels, he starts laughing in them. And then Jason Manzucos was like, so you were just like fucking fake laughing <laughs> in the blooper reels? And he's like, yeah, like I just don't that, break That like is that. like a, a thing that I have noticed with comedians. It, like it sticks out to me whenever I, I hear a comedian on a podcast that like says something funny and doesn't. And if the whole like if everybody cracks up, they don't crack up, too. It's like. It's like they're immune to good jokes or something because they <laughs> like they're they're just constantly it's like their brain is constantly searching for the next riff to hit and they don't give themselves time to enjoy the moment or some shit. Like yeah. I've I've seen that not just with Paul Shear before. It's it's a weird thing. Have you seen the uh the bloopers for Seinfeld? Uh, uh Michael Michael uh, Richards is so dedicated to being a professional like good actor that right. he gets visibly angry when people are laughing around him specifically people of color (laughs) (laughs) but he's like such a hard ass he gets like mad he's like okay come on let's do it right this time yeah yeah he's visibly angry 
Oh, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. That's great. But yeah, I've seen, uh, I've been watching. Gotta be more professional, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, that's exactly who that was. That's a, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I was like, that is not Kramer at all. Uh, I've been watching. Um, it's funny when when you see like a guest star be the one that is like uh trying to keep it together and the actual stars of the show like the it's always sunny in philadelphia bloopers are fucking hilarious whenever they're just like like kind of improving and just spitting lines one take after the other and they can't keep it together and then the guy who has like a bit part is the one that's like trying to be professional because he's like you can tell that they're used to if they're the ones that break, they are at risk of being replaced, right? They're they're the ones that don't aren't the stars of the show. So they're the ones trying to like be very professional all the time and like be ready to go because they don't want to hold up production. But like the actual stars of the show cannot fucking keep it together at all. It's like the, those bloopers are some of my favorite. I don't even watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like I haven't seen but like <laughs> a dozen episodes. I just watch the bloopers, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bloopers are great. Yeah. Same with sports. I don't really watch sport. I just watch the blooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean there there are there's so many compilations of like uh uh NFL plays that keep getting more absurd uh the longer the video goes or some shit like that. This is an hour of that. Their vocal melodies slash songs, and it is mm. not. Hmm. Okay. Damn. I just I didn't know Ryan was such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's huh. why I don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah, you can't be yeah. a cuck for Jesus lying like that. <laughs> yeah. Are you a buffoon? Or are you a British? <laughs> I am a badass. <laughs> You, uh, you said that with the least amount of confidence anyone oh, yeah. has ever said the phrase. Ryan was like, you, Ryan was you like, fucking TFY. trailed off. Like, I'm, you, a, I'm a tough TFY. guy. TFY. I'm a, Go fuck yourself. I'm a badass. Go fuck yourself. G, G, GFY. Go, Go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. Uh, we didn't talk about that, did we? Elon Musk. I, I feel fucking, like everyone else uh, did. Uh, in the world. Maybe we can so do that what, what more is there to say, though? There's, like, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It speaks it's just, for itself. I it's it's stunning to me that people can't identify when a guy is in over his head, and it's like <laughs> to me and to us, it's like the most obvious shit in the world. It's just Master there's no Gambit. like people are like, is he on drugs? Is he having a mental health crisis? Is he like they're trying to come up with a reason other than I bit off more than I could chew? Right. You ever see somebody at work who is overwhelmed and flustered? It's that. It's I've just been that. that guy. Yeah, we've all been <laughs> yeah. that guy. Yeah, but just not to the tune of $44 billion. I, I think we naturally have this thing in our head that it's like if we see somebody who made it to be on TV and a lot of people want to interview them, your brain is automatically like, well, it must be because of some merit. Like yeah, some worth, exactly. Like they earned it in some way, which is so far from the truth. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's just, it's the simplest thing in the world to me. Uh, why he's acting like in a manner that doesn't make sense for someone who is on television and wants to be interviewed in the fucking <laughs> first place. Um, it's not just the, the $44 billion for Twitter. It's the fact that this cyber truck shit is rolling out and people are lampooning it and, and fucking uh, shit talking it so much. 
Did it's, you see the crash test and what happened to yeah. the back wheel? Yeah. The, Which feels like it's like, why would the back wheel had crump? I mean, I understand why that could, because it's shitty. Uh, but it feels like, why would that? Because the know, inertia, because with, with a lack of crumple zones, and a lot of trucks, you, you, you'll hear people say that uh, pickup trucks don't really have crumple zones. That's horse shit. Uh, but basically, the, the point of a crumple zone is to absorb energy and to disperse it. And to like, you want your car to break apart and shatter instead of being a cinder block so that you're not the one that breaks apart and shatters uh, through the fucking windshield or gets decapitated or some shit like that. And the Cybertruck hit the wall so hard that the back wheel snapped like in, in fucking like that's how much energy was like rippling through the entire vehicle. Mm. I mean, wow. they, they people have already been writing songs about this. I don't know if you've been hearing or not, but um there have been songs being written about this test by some real dummies. And uh, <laughs> once there, <laughs> there was, was this truck. I thought you were going to bring up. I think Bad Bunny has a song called Cybertruck. <laughs> he was confronted. He told everyone to go fuck themselves. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. He didn't turn down Nazis on the website he bought. Keep going. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, I got a topic. So Aaron at work, uh, my coworker and, and good friend, uh, he had a question which I had never thought about, and I think it... I kind of want to explore it and find out if there's an earlier example of what is the first diss track? What would you guys think of as the first diss track, the oldest diss track you can think of? Um, oldest one I can think of would be like South Bronx by KRS-One. Okay. Hmm. Who is he dissing? Uh, I think like people outside the South Bronx. No. <laughs> Wait, really? Like, I think that's literally about it. it's like it's like it's like a playful diss. Uh-huh. Um, but that was like late eighties. Um, where he's like, "Yo, I got your nose, but I don't. It's just my thumb." <laughs> J.K. <laughs> yeah, very playful. Um, well, wouldn't it be Yankee Doodle Dandy? <laughs> would that be? <laughs> Uh, that, uh, maybe di- so maybe so <laughs> diamonds and rust by joni mitchell diamonds and rust okay is that about neil diamond okay. it's about bob dylan okay or, uh, so, so you're so vain that's another one that's a, oh oh that's a good one too okay like so y'all are y'all are on the right track here because aaron was wondering if sweet home alabama was yeah, the first diss track that's where another he, one. he uh disses Neil Young in it, says a southern man don't need you around anyhow. And also it's one of the lamest of all time. Yeah, because well. wasn't like he And was, I'm a huge Skinnerd fan. Wasn't it like that like Neil Young denounced like racism and they're hey, like Southern Man you. Southern Man. Yeah, yeah, he he uh he wrote a song called Southern Man and it's a very pointed like song. Like it does not mince words, Neil Young's and L- Skinner's clap back was we hey, we don't need you around anyhow, you know? Like yeah. it's it's just very uh yeah, and then, toothless. And, yeah, and then they got into a plane crash. Yes, Who we, won? Yeah, we know we know what happened. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, had to, had to take it to a dark place. Eh. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know laugh. if it's the first, but uh, <laughs> Yankee Doodle is. It was originally created by the British to ridicule Americans. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, then, I, but it that's... turned into like a patriotic song. This is yeah. like the uh, Bruce Springsteen, like born in the USA thing, right? Yeah, they like <laughs> they claim it. You know, they reclaimed Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah. So the British were mocking what they perceived as the Americans' lack of class. But also, satire. Dandy is like, like I feel like that was like a a. I mean, Dandy back then was like a like a slur for gay people, um, essentially. Well, I think back then it wouldn't have been, but I think it became something that okay. uh, became. Well, I I don't think always. Uh, Dan- Why did think he call Dandy- it macaroni? Um, there it's something. Macarines. It's a in the 1760s. There's <laughs> a thing that? called macaroni fashion. Macaroni fashion. Yeah. Okay, it, let's I, bring macaroni fashion back. <laughs> I've eaten enough craft uh, blue box in my life. <laughs> So they called him Macaroni Man. <laughs> you know, I haven't, I haven't had Craft Blue Box in such a long time. You I'm haven't getting, really I'm getting Craft Craft Blue Balls. Sorry about that one. This is great. Oh man, we are on. Yeah, but um, I I mean I presume then if we if we kind of start looking on that angle, uh-huh. any there's probably so many songs that are kind of like. But like, was there uh, was there like monks chanting diss tracks like at other monks? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, Gregorian like, diss yeah, chants. Gregorian diss tracks. I mean, it's like even the idea. I feel like there's a lot of like uh, there's a lot of like slave songs that Your are like kind of making fun of weak their son. <laughs> their masters and stuff like that so, so i feel like there's a tradition of kind of like using a descent through a song and right, then also right. like kind of writing a veiled parody so you don't get killed you know right and so i i feel like with the macaroni song that was probably a more playful version of that like you know, especially since it's like the British to the or Americans. was it, it or is, is it just playful to our ears? Like, did dudes get in fights over that? Like, the British are like drinking at a tavern uh, in the colonies before the Americans, uh, you know, revolted, and you know, and like Patrick Henry is sitting there and overhears these like redcoats, you know. Yeah, you know, you know I just like know. vaguely whistling, I wasn't and, there. Then, and then they like I throw their shit there. down, and, like they fight. You know, I wasn't. You there. have taken the twenty-three and me. You were absolutely there. You were, you were in the red coat drinking in that tavern. Yeah, um, you know, if the, if the British would have won, we would have had it made. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, let's let's go with uh, you're so vain. I think that's a good answer. Is that the, what year did that come out? That was like the eighties. <laughs> no, seventies. Or what about a uh, hound dog? And isn't that supposed? To, who is that supposed <laughs> to be about? Warren Beatty or something? I believe she said later on that that it was definitely about Warren Beatty. Yeah. Let's see. You're so vain came out in seventy two. So Sweet Home Alabama came out in seventy four. So that beat Sweet Home Alabama by two years. So like, I wonder if there's any like sixties. Yeah, when did Diamonds and Rust come out though? Diamonds, I'm not sure. <laughs> so somebody else can Google this, you know. 
I am. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing Josh's line from earlier when he got mad and everybody else was giggling. <laughs> I think, so the thing I'm looking at now that uh, the first recorded diss track is like 1940. Ooh, from who? War Declaration by Wilmoth Houdini. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wilmoth Houdini? That is not, that is not a dude's that, name. That's a, that's a pro wrestling manager. Wilmoth Houdini. Yeah, Wilmoth maybe probably is the... Wilmoth, uh, Wilmoth Houdini, Houdini War Declaration, nineteen twelve to nine. Oh, that's uh, whatever. Wilmoth oh my Houdini god, is, this uh, dude looks awesome! Holy shit! Yeah, Diamonds and Russ is nineteen seventy five. That's even later. Oh man, look at this guy! Look at this guy's hmm. outfit. <laughs> even nineteen thirty four was I think so. I think it was recorded in nineteen forty. Um, so I think nineteen thirty four War Declaration. What, what what was that about? It was about uh, it was about preparing for an uh, epic diss. Let's hmm. see. Oh, he was a calypso artist. Yeah, is Wilmoth who? What a fucking badass name! Born in eighteen ninety five, he died in nineteen seventy three. Man, there is like I'm, yeah. nothing. I'm not sure what the uh, so okay. So this led to nineteen thirty four rebuttal war declaration toward the. Beginning of the 1950s, I and mean, it doesn't really say what it's about. I mean, I know we could find that, but it's hard to do it right the second. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it says it's a diss track. Oh, I want to know what the. Let's see. Okay, hold on. So it is. Let's see. Life. Let me find. Shit! God damn it! War. This is good podcasting. It is. Okay, so uh, after moving to New York as one of the earliest Trinidadian em uh, immigrants, he was often the subject of derision by the Calypsonians still in Trinidad. So I guess like people back in Trinidad were kind of like giving him shit for having moved to the States, uh, who claimed that he was stealing their ideas and capitalizing on them in the USA. This can be seen in numerous Calypsos of the early to mid-1930s from Roaring Lion and Attila the Hun. In particular, uh, who also recorded in New York at the time, this led to Houdini's 1934 rebuttal war declaration. Towards the beginning of the 1950s, he played regularly at the Caribbean Club on 7th Avenue, New York, with his only real rival, the Duke of Iron, also a native of Trinidad. Damn, okay, this, this sounds like these were like gangsters that just also happened to play Calypso music. Like, they, yeah. they had some serious beef. Um, hmm. this is, this is the previous paragraph. I'll just read this and, and then we'll close it for the week. In 1916, he started his career in earnest when he began working with the African Millionaires, a large carnival group consisting of about 25 members. He arrived in New York City sometime around 1927 after working on cargo ships and traveling extensively. Not long after his arrival there, he began cutting records with local bands for Decca Records, notably Gerald Clark's Night Owls. He released well over a hundred different 78s between 1928 and 1940 also under the names Frederick Wilmoth Hendricks. Uh, and his 1939 composition, He Had It Coming, was a hit for Louis Jordan and Ella Fitzgerald under the new title, Stone Cold Dead in the Market. The song stayed on the top of the R&B charts for five weeks and reached number seven on the pop charts. Gaining in a good deal of recognition, Houdini wasted no time in organizing high-profile Calypso festivals and concerts around New York, quickly becoming a respected member of the Caribbean communities there. Damn. So that is Wilmoth Houdini. How many 78s See, did he put out? You have to listen. You sometimes 
you have to slog through giant piles of Godzilla's doo-doo <laughs> to get to something worth learning about, you know? How else do you think I, mean, I learned about the life things? lesson? <laughs> by by swimming through Godzilla's shit. Uh, just through any <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that that's just how you that's how you reward yourself? Uh, so who says that's a reward? <laughs> um before we go uh i want to shout out to a couple of podcasts that i've been guests on recently uh go check out house of pod i always forget when i've guested on a podcast to promote it also on our podcast but go listen to uh uh, house of pod search will or christy on there i was uh i did a uh episode about sparta um and the the real uh civilization versus the uh kind of popularized mythologized version of spartan warriors and the in the spartan civilization uh really fascinating uh guest that cave had on uh mike cole um uh fantastic episode anyway go listen to that and go listen to pod yourself the wire um which is a the wire recap podcast with uh matt lieb and vince mancini it's fantastic um, and, uh, it was really fun to do. I got to recap. If y'all, if you, has everybody here seen the wire? I've seen the first season. That was it. That's I've it? never actually finished it, oh. but I've shockingly, I've never watched it. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> God. Hey man. Ryan, I, you're from Baltimore. Basically. No, I'm not. Basically. No, I'm not. <laughs> basically you are. Yeah. Not, not every part of Maryland is you're right next to one another. Baltimore yes, it is. Bitch. Maryland is no, just ha- Baltimore. Have you ever dude? been to Maryland? Yeah. Then then You're na- name, me, uh, name me another us. Maryland city. How far away from Baltimore are you right now? I'm like an hour, hour and a half. Basically, you're, you're from in Baltimore. Baltimore. You're <laughs> in Baltimore right now. Yeah, well, guess what? You're basically from Jacksonville. You are a shitbird. No, Jacksonville is basically from Wilmington. Yeah, Jackson. if you're in Jacksonville, you're basically from Wilmington. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. also basically from North Myrtle Beach, Will. That's fine. I got no problems with no, that. North, North Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, Beach is, is basically from Wilmington. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there, uh, like, it, I'm actually from Monkey Junction, um, which is basically Wilmington. R.I.P. So, Alfords. Yeah, R.I.P. Alfords. <laughs> Josh wanted to go to a seafood market that closed ten years ago uh, yeah. when he came into town. That's how much he's living in the past. Anyway, go listen to Pod Yourself the Wire and uh, House of Pod. Um, two episodes I've done recently. So, anybody got something they want? <laughs> I would say go go listen. To, I wasn't on it, but go listen to Never Seen It with Kyle Ayers. It's about people not having watched The Wire and getting shit for it. Oh, really? Is it really? <laughs> kind of. That's, That's where it awesome. started from. Uh, <laughs> oh man! I want to give a shout out to uh, the Minion Death Cult podcast, which is something I started listening to. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I recently went and listened to their episode about, um, South Park where they talked about their anti-union episode, which, uh, I hadn't thought about in like forever. That was quite funny. I believe the guy, one of the main guys who runs it, I think also used to be the guy who ran a, a now defunct podcast called that awful sound. And, uh, oh, yeah, it, for, I, I know b- about both of these podcasts. Yeah. So sure. uh, I just discovered these guys and it's been like. <laughs> It's been like my main. It's been out in one week. Since you- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a definitely a good one. I don't have any podcast to shout out. So, uh, not even your own. Yeah. yeah go listen to Spinning Out yeah. podcast. Yeah. Josh yeah, has great not? guests on there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hopefully, he, he, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't get, book guests uh, for this podcast, but he'll book fantastic, like well-known people for his podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I hope and you get some good ones. I hope you get Stanley Seavers on there eventually, man. Cause, uh, like that would be really fun. I hope we get the Emotron on our podcast. Here. Josh, fake, the, fucking make that happen, dude. <laughs> you know, y'all have the ability to contact people. You have that a, one probably you have, that you one have, that's on you, dickhead. <laughs> you know it that better probably than, in my court. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> yeah. Josh just wanted no responsibility and then like realized halfway through it, oh no, that's that's completely me. That's mine. Yeah, that'd be uh, oh, also, I know you I know Josh, shingles. but have y'all ever had oh, shingles yeah. before? Shout out to shingles. Shout, Shout out, out to shingles. I had, chink- I had chicken pox, so I don't get shingles, right? No, 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 no. That's not, that's not how that works at all, Vic. I had chicken really? pox too. Once you have chicken pox, the virus lays dormant in your spine and stress-related incidents to your body oh, Why does it have trigger... to lay in your spine? I, I know, like right? It's weird. It's creepy as shit. <laughs> what do you have to be stressed about? <laughs> I guess that's a good question. Nothing. But... <laughs> Thanksgiving. Good for you. Last week. Listen, this is my theory about why I fucking suddenly had shingles. At Thanksgiving the other week, I let my 17-year-old son punch me in the stomach. And Danny uh, style? He hit me hard <laughs> as fuck. I was like, I did the old man thing where I just tightened up my gut. And he fucking punched the, he knocked Dude, the living shit there's out no of me. There's no way you have not been can working I, on your core enough to, to do it. Can I do it again? <laughs> do you, that's the thing about an old man gut, Josh. You don't have to work on your core. You just tighten it up and like, like he, he, like used, he used to, he would just like jokingly hit me in the stomach. Uh, and it like, it, there was but nothing to it. now he punches like a man. But now he punches like a goddamn <laughs> like a man. British and beast. I still, I still didn't break <laughs> eye contact with him. I still like called him a pussy for it. Like, uh, you know, cause I had to, but then I turned around and, and like, went, cried. yeah, then I went and like laid in a fetal position. Uh, but like, so the he center of my me. stomach, the center of my stomach, this was, this was on Thanksgiving. It still fucking hurts where he hit me. Like it's still sore there. Right? <laughs> he knocked the chicken pot. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'll knock the chicken pox out. He knocked the chicken pox out of my fucking spine and gave me shingles. And this this is so fucking painful, dude. It hurts so bad. Just wearing a t-shirt is the most painful thing I can do right now. You just gotta wear a midriff shirt. I need a crop top. That's exactly what I need. It fucking sucks so bad, dude. It's like the lighter the touch on my back and stomach and I don't have a rash or anything. I went to the doctor and they finally like figured out that it wasn't like a, a, a burst, you know, appendix was going to burst or my liver was like not swollen up or something. And they finally figured out that it's, it's shingles. And, and so I'm on medication for it now, but uh, anyway, yeah, my son knocked the, <laughs> knocked the chicken box. Out of my and now spot. you're living shingle. Yeah. Ding. So, Will, do you have to pick it back up from where you were? Yeah.